This program is a collaboration of personal opinions and individual free thought. It does not represent the views or narrative of the mainstream corporate media hacks. Viewer discretion is advised. And here we go. From the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. Happy November weekend. It is officially, I don't know, cold outside? And daylight savings. It is daylight right? savings. Did you survive a- the, uh, the fallback? I did. I didn't because my wife woke up like, ass crack of dawn mm. because she her body can adjust she works third shift anyway so her, she's already screwed up on the yeah. weekends and she was up at like six o'clock and then uh she comes in and she's like do you care if i let the dogs out it's like yeah <laughs> go for it and then i looked at my clock and it was like 7 a.m i'm like it's sunday and i am up at 7 a.m yeah. which technically is supposedly 8 a.m uh yesterday's yeah. time but still it's just like i didn't get to appreciate yeah. that sleeping but uh, we're like days away from uh Getting up and it being like pitch black out, yep, and getting yep. off work and it's still pitch black out. So, yeah. so d- depression and uh, sadness yep. and cold and which yep. you're all about the cold and the sadness yep. and depression right it's now. Very uh, true, you're yes. like all on board. You're like, yeah. oh, Christmas decorations and snow. I want all of it. <laughs> you're like, get, just give it all to me. No, I, well, I, I, I've been ha- having to temper my 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 fam because the kids are like, oh, Christmas, yay! And I'm like, no, 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 no. You're forgetting a very important season. It's but, my birthday season. But, but you're like, oh, uh, get rid of all things joy, bring on the cold and sadness. No, no, that, no. That's Christmas been you. is no. joy. Christmas uh, is but joy. But cold is sad and yes, but, but, darkness is but sad. Is there anything more beautiful than crystal white snow down on the... Yes, beaches and sunshine <laughs> and baseball and warmth. That is much more beautiful than crystal white snow. Crystal white snow can eat a dick, in my opinion. I don't need baseball, any of that Baseball, even when the Astros are the ones that win the series? Well, that's just depressing. But, but still, um, I take the Astros winning... The series over snow and wow. cold and darkness. Wow. So bad. it is that bad. I hate the cold. I want to move back to North Carolina. I just hate <laughs> hate everything about the cold. So um, happy sadness and depression to all of you guys because it's so here. This it's- is this is going to be Craig for the next six months. <laughs> You thought I was bad in the summertime. You thought I was grumpy. Just wait till it's cold down. I mean, we're in a basement here. It doesn't yeah. get too warm down here. No. You remember, like, I'll run, I have a space heater right there, and yeah. I'll run it, like, all the way up till the point that we start the show. Yeah. And then by, by the halfway point, I'm, like, uh, t- talking like this because I'm freezing my ass off. Yeah, so. but it's still better than what it would be like if we were upstairs. Remember how miserable Oh, my gosh. Was? It got so fucking hot up there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Happy weekend, everybody. I'm sorry for, for the disappointment that uh, winter brings in your life like it does mine, but we'll try to power through it. We got only like six months of cold and d- despair until yes. daylight savings. And if it's, I don't even know if it's going to end because I know it's on the do- – the, a lot of states have it on yeah. the docket to vote it no, out to it, where well, it just no, stays. So this is, this is the last time we fall back. 
we'll we'll turn the clocks back in March, but then that's it. Maybe we're we done. should just keep falling back. Yeah. In the spring. Like, no jumping forward in the spring, but just keep falling back every November. Yeah. So, like, in 10 years, 12 years from now, we'll be, like, complete 180 flip to where noon is at midnight and midnight's at noon. That makes the most sense I, to I me. I would be down with that. I, I, st- I don't understand the whole daylight savings, yeah. why it exists today. I understood, like, back in the old days with, like, right, the farmers yeah. and shit, yeah. but, uh, and when there were actually, you had to worry about darkness. right. right. Yeah. Um, now we like, is it ever dark outside anyway with right. uh, like yeah. uh, light pollution and shit? So like we work all hours of the day in the world anyway. So I, I don't fucking understand why it still no, exists. It's Make it go concept. away. I mean, how much is the government spending on daylight savings time anyway? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's probably some sort of scam to steal oh, time you know away from is. us. So. Yeah, you know it is. So happy weekend wrap up this is this is the joyous time happy time where we come and wrap up your week of what's going on in the news what's going on in the world this week um all the bullshit we get to talk shit about the bullshit so yeah, here we are there's there's a lot of bullshit but it's been hard to find the bullshit through all the election bullshit yeah and we're avoiding election nonsense because we're doing kind of an election pre-election party yes. time tomorrow so um we don't want to uh, Get too ahead of ourselves today and then uh, just repeat ourselves tomorrow. Yes. So so we get to have fun tomorrow. So bring an alcoholic beverage tomorrow because... Okay. Um, yeah, that sounds good. I wish we were doing this on election night because that I would know. be so much more fun. But yeah. uh, we had to bump it to Tuesday last week. We can't do that twice in a yeah. row. That would just be ridiculous. Yeah. Especially considering the fact that I put out the episode Wednesday. So when we do it Tuesday, I have to do all the editing post-show, yeah. like right, immediately right. after the show. Yeah, Wednesday it makes night. for a long night for you. It does. It really does. So before we get into the show, we got to mention our uh, coffee fix of freedom. Um, that is run your mouth coffee, because as we know, democracy is on the line in two days. So we might not have these freedoms That's if true. the uh, Republicans are voted into office yes. uh, in two days. We might no longer have these yes. freedoms. So R- we got rampant to, fascism. So this may be the last time we get to promote run your mouth coffee as uh, sponsors of free speech, because because spon- uh, free speech may not be a thing in two days from now. So. Um, while you still have it, go visit rymcoffee.com and get some coffee from a coffee company that supports your free speech. Uh, tell them we sent you by using the promo code BREAKTHEBELL, and you'll get 10% off your purchase, plus free shipping, and you'll get that free speech-loving coffee delivered straight to your door. Don't have to put on any pants to buy your coffee. That is our new um, benefit to this and i i feel like run your mouth coffee needs to put this in their like business model it's just like well let's see what makes us stand out from other coffee companies um well uh, obviously we support free speech not too many people do that um obviously uh you can you can get it online it's fresh roasted all that oh oh and you don't have to wear pants when you buy your coffee that's that's the big seller i mean uh they should pay us a little more to for for that business idea for Absolutely. them. So uh, go to rymcoffee.com, buy coffee, delicious coffee, fresh roasted coffee, and support companies that support your rights to free speech while you still can. Uh, that's rymcoffee.com. Make sure you check us out all over the social medias. You can find us on the big ones, which is Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at our handle, which is at BreakTheBellPod. You can uh, hit us up and... Uh, Join the conversation, enjoy the fun, all that stuff. Share it 
far and wide across the uh, social media sphere because that's how we get our names out there. With Elon Musk buying Twitter, maybe we have more reach now. If, yeah. if things are the way he well, promised we, I mean, it would be. We could chip in. I mean, eight bucks a month. There you know? go. We could get a blue check mark. Oh, hell yeah, we could. Let's Get us it. a blue check mark by donating $8 to us uh, through our Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash break the bell, and we will be able to get a blue check mark, and we will yes. uh, love you for that. We can now be official and have our own yes. blue check mark. We're going to talk about that shit because that that that's all ridiculous. But if if Elon Musk is living up to his word, yes. um, we should be extending our reach now right we like, should be like, yes we should no be more everywhere. shadow bands no more yes. um like i don't know yeah silencing our free speech and right. our covid shit and nonsense Algorithms like that yep. kind of fucking us up yeah shit. all that shit yeah. should go should go away so uh we'll see we'll see if elon musk lives up to what he's talking about or if he's just full of shit like every other person out there right uh we'll find out and we're going to talk more elon musk here in a couple minutes before we do though uh i want to get into this first story because this one just this one's not even really a story, but it came across NPR, like the headlines on NPR. So apparently it was newsworthy for them. So I feel like it's newsworthy for us. Do you play uh, the lottery? Do you buy lottery I tickets? Don't. Do you buy no that, Powerball, nothing no, like that? It's one of those things where the, the chances of winning is so minuscule. Like, I don't even, if I buy a ticket, then I'm going to start fantasizing about traveling around the world, fly, owning my own plane, and, and, Let's be honest. That chances of that happening is like slim to none. I have a better chance of like getting abducted by, by sexy Martians. <laughs> that, that's fair. I mean, I I've bought a couple lottery tickets in my yeah. days. I've caught I've bought a couple scratchers in my days. Usually, if I do win, it's only enough to um, pay back what I right. spent on that ticket. Yeah. Like I have. A five dollar one right now that I won five dollars on oh, that nice. I still got to go cash in somewhere. Nice. So, um, my my wife's family is one of those that at Christmas you'll they'll give you a couple scratch offs. You know, yeah, I got this one as like a that. as yeah. a gift for uh, uh, running the music yeah. at the Halloween party oh, okay. last week. So I didn't even buy it myself. So I I did it's get five dollars. That was my five dollar <laughs> tip for. Uh, <laughs> That's not bad. No, not bad at all. <laughs> but typically, yes, I I will get a Powerball ticket if it goes like above like five hundred million dollars well right now it's sitting at 1.9 billion dollars it really? it's at the wow. it's How like did I miss that? it's the the height of it's like world record height Damn. how is it all of a sudden like they had to have switched something up because every time now has been the world record yeah. for the last like the last couple of years it's like world record I, I think it's all a scam to get more people Probably. to buy it it's all this predatory gambling that npr is calling it because npr is has put out a hit piece on uh the lottery, because it's predatory gambling that has helped the lottery reach sky-high jackpots. And that's says. interesting that NPR would call it out because that money goes to the state. I mean, that's essentially, like, taxed the shit out of. Oh, yeah. And it goes, yeah, a lot of it goes, is supposedly, supposedly yeah. goes back to good things. That's right. how they get away with sure. it. Supposedly, again. Um, so let's see what this is all about, because it also throws out the fact that... Uh, the Powerball or the lottery is systemic racism too. Oh, obviously. Of obviously, obviously, <laughs> everything's yes. got to be a systemic yeah. racism. So, it says more than three months after a Powerball ticket sold in Pennsylvania won the two hundred million dollar cash prize, the game's jackpot has increased to an estimated one point nine billion dollars. So, in two months or three months, it's gone since the last win. One point nine billion dollars. That's insane. Yeah, it says one of the largest in the U.S. lottery history. 
But until someone is lucky enough to match all six winning numbers and win the jackpot, lottery players across the U.S. will continue to shell out their dollars in hopes of beating the odds and winning big. Yes, that is how lotteries, raffles, uh, any sort of gambling works. Yeah. Is until somebody wins, they you keep forking over money for nothing. Yes, that is how it works. That is by definition the yes. lottery. It says, however, to drive. The drive to get rich off winning tickets has a dark side, critics say, <laughs> arguing that state-run lottery, lotteries often negatively impact low-income and minority groups. You, and do you have any like verification explanation for this? No, because – and the reason is this, okay? Poor people play the lottery the most. Yeah. That is why, because okay. rich and people don't sense. need to play that the lottery. That makes sense, exactly, right. But also, it's not like the lottery or gas stations or whatever – they don't accept like food stamps, right? And they don't accept credit cards. Yeah, I was gonna say. I know in Illinois, yeah. I haven't bought any here in Iowa, but I know in Illinois, I bought a couple scratchers yeah. when I was doing a service job. I stop at a gas station mm -hmm. and just be like, "Yeah, give me one of those." Yeah, yeah you couldn't use a debit. Right. Or you had to pay with cash. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. Couldn't use a credit or a debit card. I so I don't know how that it is here in no, Iowa. No, it's it's the same. It's the same. It's everywhere. And so yeah, so I don't see how you know. It's not like oh well. We're not going to buy milk today, kids, because Mama wants some scratch-offs. <laughs> I mean, I I guarantee you that happens even oh, with I'm cash, sure. but yeah. but still, obviously, poor people are more affected by it because poor people are the ones going for that yeah. to get rich quick. But billionaires don't need scratcher right. tickets. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you don't have, you know, Elon Musk sitting there. Okay, let maybe me, he does. Let maybe. me cash in five more for this with a five-dollar one. <laughs> Says state lotteries are. Here's a side note. Here's maybe, maybe this is the scam behind it. Maybe the billionaires are throwing like millions of dollars in it to increase that. But but then why would they do that? Yeah. I, they just lose in the end. Right, right. It doesn't. Any, they don't get any sort of profit <laughs> but, off but, of but it. Let's be honest. We we could see the state of Illinois doing that. Oh uh, yeah. I could. <laughs> It says state lotteries are the most neglected example of systemic racism in the United States How? than any other issue How? or problem, I should say, in our country. The most neglected system or example of systemic racism in the country really? over any other issue or problem. Really? Is the lot is the lottery. Okay. <laughs> says Les Bernal, the national director. For Stop Predatory Gambling, an advocacy pro nonprofit organization in an interview with NPR. And we all know gambling is an addiction. People do Absolutely. spend their life savings oh, yeah. gambling, spend hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars gambling. And, yeah. like, families have been destroyed over gambling. But that that's just always been a thing. And I don't right. think it's su – it's not subject to the poor or yeah. the, the poor brown folks because no. you go to Vegas and how yeah. many – times do you see like millionaires just waste exactly. dropping hundreds of yeah. thousands of dollars on the craps table yeah. because they can it's socioeconomic it's yeah. not, it has nothing to do with race right says bernal says that through marketing and advertising state-run lotteries have no regulation to their predatory practice that affect low-income communities which are made up of primarily black and brown people there are people who do develop unhealthy relationships with the lottery and they develop a gambling use disorder Yes. Yes, they do. Yeah. Is that is that systemic racism? Because no. Because they're m primarily more poor so they're buying more raffle tickets like 
I don't know. It, but, I don't know. No, it, but see, it's still a choice. It's not like, it's not like the the lottery is like you know, we know you're poor and we know you're not white, so come buy lottery tickets, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> you, you might have a chance. Are you poor and black? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Buy lottery tickets. This is your only shot at making yeah. it in life. This is the American dream for yeah. you. <laughs> yes. It says there. Are, uh, it says there's a tremendous amount of advertising and marketing that's pro lottery, even on my Twitter feeds. I see this a lot, you know, very positive messaging that comes with it. Well, they're not going to come out and be like, uh, do this thing, it kind of sucks, and your life yeah. might get fucked over, right, but yeah. do it anyway. Yeah. Most lottery winners what is end up committing suicide. What does he want, like a Surgeon General's warning yeah, on right. the freaking yeah. uh, lottery? I mean, how many people, it, it's almost like, is it necessary to put Surgeon General warnings on cigarettes now? How many people in yeah. the United States or in the world don't already know right. that cigarettes are bad for you yeah. at this point. Yes, back yeah. in the 60s, uh, when they were trying to tell you it was good for your health and shit, yeah, yeah. Um, make them slap a thing on that says, no, this isn't good for your health. Yeah. But how many people, even the poorest of poor, that are just looking for a shot to possibly make it oh, big, yeah. how many of those people don't already know that gambling is yeah. can be a problem? Right. Like, right. do we have to have... Uh, the government hold your hand and be like, now, now, I know you want to play this, and I know there's a very limited chance you might become a billionaire, but this could be bad for you. Are right. you sure you want to do this? Do we need that? Do we yeah. need that kind right. of yeah. babysitting in our life? Yeah. Be like, look, the chances you're going to win this is slim to none. So try to manage how much money you put into it because you're, you're really just kind of throwing this money away. So studies show lotteries are clustered in low-income areas. Why do you think that is, Bill? Uh, that's... Most likely because that's where people that spend money on lottery live. Yeah, because right? those are the people that they're they're not going to put they're not going to put one next to the penthouse up in Trump Towers. <laughs> right, you put it where people are going to buy it. Over recent years, enormous jackpots for lottery games like Powerball and Mega Millions have become the norm as lottery officials adjusted game rules and ticket prices this year for its players. Uh, the most recent change took place in August when Powerball officials added an additional drawing an additional drawing day in order to build larger prizes and boost sales. But with the game implementing new changes and more drawings weekly, communities of color and low-income communities are continuing to become the subject of predatory gambling. Research shows that in 2021 alone, Americans spend nearly $105 billion on lottery tickets, with the average adult in the U.S. spending roughly $320 a year on a ticket. Now, when you think about that, though, I mean, that's a dollar a day. Yeah. That's, uh, what, like three bucks a month? Yeah. It's no, not three bucks a month. 30 bucks a month. Yeah, 30 bucks a month. Yeah. Less than 30 bucks a month. I mean, that's not that much. I, right. I For me, anyway. Maybe no, for those low-income brown right. folk. But, again, well, this... But, but, again, it's not, you know, it's not necessarily targeting you know i mean okay you can buy lottery tickets at gas stations mm -hmm. okay i mean gas stations typically are not in nice neighborhoods right you find them in industrial areas off the sidewalk off the highway well, you find gas stations every fucking place you go well yeah but, but yeah but you're you're typically not going to find one you know like i said in in the, the world of Astoria, you know, I mean, it, even if you did, those rich people are sending their poor servant manservants to get their lottery tickets <laughs> right, for them yeah. and buy their gas. Uh, right. I so. mean, it's not like they're putting, you know, lottery places in, in Planned Parenthood. Right. Like, mm -hmm. hey, get an abortion, buy a ticket. Right. 
Maybe they are. <laughs> Maybe and, that would go a long way. I mean, nobody talks about the fact. I mean, we're talking that. <laughs> on that note, that lotteries like focus on low income areas, but they don't care that Planned Parenthood oh, focuses yeah. no, on like, low income not. areas. Absolutely the same not. people yes. don't care about that. Right. Yeah, they're not going to point out. In a nationwide investigation of state lotteries by Howard Center for Investigative Journalism at the University of Maryland, researchers found that state lottery retailers are disproportionately grouped in lower-income communities. Again, it's because those are the fucking people that want to win the lottery. Right, right. Uh, The rich people already won the lottery. It's called life. They won life. Right. Uh, (laughs) What we're talking about are gambling industry practices that are clearly designed to take advantage of vulnerable or adverse communities. Uh, Jim, again, all right, all right, I'm not going to keep reading this. But, but, it, but again, I don't consider the lottery predatory, right? And I, I consider, like, payday loans predatory, right? Because they're in low-income places. People are going to go there because, mm-hmm. you know, they, they can, oh, wow, you know, I can get a little money now, even though the interest rates are through the roof, because they don't understand how that works. Yeah. Lottery people understand that, right? Lottery people typically understand that, hey, I don't really have a shot to win this, but I'm going to try it what? anyways. Yes, that and the people that play the lottery, the low-income people, the people of color, take it for what it is, but that might be the only hope they have in their yeah, soul right now absolutely. is if I win the lottery, I have this potential to dream a little yeah. bit. And, I mean, it's the same with like people like us. It's just like yeah. anytime you go buy a lottery ticket when it gets to $1.9 billion, you're like, dude, if I won, the, oh, if yeah. I won I'm going to give you a million, you a million, oh, I'm yeah, going to buy yeah, a house. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. it's fun to dream. It and is. if it is – if it's – a couple bucks. Yes, I, I get that people have gambling problems. Are we going to outlaw them? But, like how how do you re- like how do you fix this? Well, do you say, hey, uh, we gotta we gotta put these both in low income the same equally yeah. as in the high income? Well, that's just a waste of fucking money because those people aren't the ones buying the tickets. Right. Well, and also I, I'd like to see the statistics on the people with actual gambling problems. How many of them actually use that on the lottery? Right. Right? It's going to be on sports betting. It's going to be on casinos. It's going to be on the the slot machines. It's not going to be on the lottery because, again, the percentage of winning is so low that part of what fuels the addiction is that you win a little. Right? Right. Well, here's a question. Let's say you ban lottery tickets and scratchers altogether. How many pissed off low income folks are you gonna have that right. that's their daily routine going in right. and buying a scratcher scratching it there at the counter while yeah. you're standing there waiting having them scan it for you yes. while you're standing and there that waiting. pisses me off that yeah, should it, be banned that pisses me off too but how many of those people that that's their daily routine right. are you gonna piss off because the government's like you know what this is bad for people we're gonna ban it it's yeah. just like but but they Stop would again. They would team. never do that because the government makes so a much ton money of off money of it. it. Yes, there's no way that they would do that. Right. Let's move on. Let's move on to uh, the lottery that used to be known as the the blue checks on Twitter. Yes. Um, it used to be you had to be speaking of disproportionately uh, right elitist. Know, yeah, uh, the blue check status, the favoritism yeah. status, and uh, all in other changes that Elon Musk is proposing to make to t- to Twitter. It came out last week. Well, we know Musk bought Twitter. We know yes, that part, and we everywhere. know like people were already building up. The t- 
pre-outraged for his yeah. purchase. They're like, all right, we're going to plan for this outrage, guys. As soon as it drops, we're going to be outraged. I mean, it's yeah. been building up oh, yeah. for nine and months there's now. been a mass exodus of celebrities <laughs> from Twitter at this point. Has there? Well, that's what they say. They say, but has <laughs> there, though? I haven't really searched it out to see. So this week, one of the changes, and I'm going to get into some of the changes he's making, but one of the changes is instead of uh, – this verification, like you have to be famous, you have to have X amount of followers, or I don't even know what the standard was. It's yeah. basically a game of favoritism. Right. But Elon Musk come out and said, basically, hey, you pay, and you it, it started. He had said like twenty bucks a month right. to get blue check mark status. Yeah, and people, only primarily blue check mark people, yeah. lost their fucking minds. Right. What did you think when you had read that? I I just thought it was like okay. You know, no big deal, right? I mean, it's just a way for him to generate some more income. Yeah. I mean, it, to me, it was, it was, you know, no brainer to me. I mean, same as Google or Facebook doing advertisements, right? Here's here was my opinion of it. The old rules, we never would have got a blue check mark no. next to our oh, name. Fuck no, never ever. Yeah. No matter how many people we followers yeah. we got, because of the things we talk right. about, shit. New rules. We're never going to get a blue fucking check mark because I'm not going to spend $20 a month to just no. get a little blue check mark next to my name to say, hey, we really are the Break the Bell podcast. I don't yeah. freaking care. I think it's hilarious because, A, somebody could come out and form a uh, a parody page of Elon Musk and buy a blue check mark and say that it's officially the yeah. <laughs> Right, I mean, right. Yeah. And the fact that the people that are so screaming loud about it are the people that already had blue check yeah. marks, obviously. Right. It's like, uh. We we worked hard to get to this elite status, and yeah. we don't want the the common folk to be able to be right. up on right. our playing field up here. Yeah. It's, it's just freaking ridiculous. You know how long it took me to get fifty thousand followers? Right. So this is from uh, theguardian.com. It says, "What changes has Elon Musk made at Twitter, and what might he do next?" It says the new owner plans widespread overhaul, but he'll need to work hard to keep advertisers on side. Well, one of the things I know that he did a, kind of was doing away with is the um um like the spam advertisements oh, and right, stuff right, right. Yeah. i i think that's one of the things he talked about changing i don't know if he's done it or not but yeah says elon Musk's approach to managing twitter since buying it has been an unpre as unpredictable as his timeline on social media platform the world's richest man has axed staff floated a change to user verification, and is reportedly considering a number of moves that would represent a widespread overhaul of service if carried out. Here are the biggest changes he has made so far, or is considering enacting. Job cuts. Twitter began sacking among its 7,500-strong workforce on Friday. Among reports that Musk plans to fire about 50% of them, an email to staff said, in an effort to place Twitter on a healthy path, we will go through a difficult process to reducing our global workforce on Friday. I mean, I see nothing wrong with this. No. First, first thing he did was fire all the the highs, That's higher hilarious. ups, the executives, yeah. which we knew he was going to yeah. do that. We talked about that for um, a long time. But yeah, I, I, if a guy comes in, buys a company, he's like, this is really right. inefficient. We need a clean house. Yeah, we need right. to get rid of some of the redundancy here and make this yeah. thing a little more efficient. That's fine. Well, companies do it all the time. Yes, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, it hurts the job force out there. It puts people on. It hurts the unemployment rates and shit. But a company can't just keep a ridiculous amount of yeah. people on to help the right. economy. Right. That that that. Not the responsibility. I'm, I I get that capitalism is racism, yeah. but um, 
uh, capitalism doesn't allow that. Like yeah. the let the the markets decide like how many employers or employees, how how big your job workforce is. Yeah. The markets need to decide that. If you're losing, as he said, like millions of dollars a day, um, then yeah, you need to make some cuts somewhere. Right. Says executive clear out. Musk is now sole director of Twitter after dissolving the board, including the chair, Brett Taylor, and sacking a number of executives as soon as he took over the business last week. Firings include the chief executive, Parag Agrawal, the chief financial officer, Ned Sagal, and the, the head of legal policy and trust, Vijaya Gatti. As a de facto CEO, Musk has brought in a team of associates to help him run the business, including his personal attorney, Alex Spiro, and his tech advisor or tech investors, Jason Calacanis and David Sachs. So then it gets into the verification changes. This is the fun part. Accounts of public interest on Twitter carry a blue tick next to their name, confer confirming that they are who they say they are. Um, Musk has signaled that that is about to change, or that he is about to charge users for the privilege. More than 230 million people tweet daily, and about 420,000 of them have a tick next to their name. Hmm. Um, so if you charge $8 for 420,000, I mean, that's almost that's... Four, $4 million of revenue he's bringing in. So, I mean, that's yeah. that's a business move. Yeah. On Tuesday, Musk indicated that verification will cost $8 a month as part of an overhaul of the platform's premium service, Twitter Blue. He tweeted, Twitter's current lords and peasants system for who has or doesn't have access to the checkmark is bullshit. Power to the people. Blue for $8 a month. Yeah. What right. were you going to say? Oh, I, no, I, I think that's a smart move. Have you seen his trolling that he's come out since then, though? Uh-uh. <laughs> like, one point, he's like, <laughs> he's like, I, I'm also expanding on this, and for everybody who complains, is going to be charged $8 a month. And I mean, he's just like, like yeah. I think AOC came out and was bitching about it, and he's like, that's fine. Pay me $8 a month. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, or leave, basically. I, I, I had I, seen a meme where it's like AOC refuses to pay $8 a month, and then it shows her like getting into a Tesla. <laughs> yeah, that, and uh, um, but she's fine spending like billions of dollars on, on Ukraine. I've right, seen that yeah. one out there, too. Yeah, she was a big one, like, throwing out there mm. that $8 uh, – he, he said he was going to uh, preserve free speech, but $8 a month does not sound free to me. And it's just like, <laughs> you clearly don't know what free speech yeah, right. is. Yeah. Like, That's funny. Paying for a subscription service does not hinder your free speech. Yeah. Otherwise, um, every other platform out there that has subscription base – Every like the New York Times that makes you pay like right. twelve dollars a month. That's not article. that's not free speech then. Yeah. Based on that, and I I guarantee you she loves the shit out oh, of New you York know Times. She does. Oh, <laughs> the very next sentence. The New York Times <laughs> has reported that the new look Twitter Blue will be launched in the U.S., Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. The only countries where Twitter Blue is available currently on November seventh, and that. For an interim period, blue check or blue tick holders will not lose their symbol even if they don't pay. Although eventually they will if they don't uh, stump up the money. What do you think of that one? You think? I mean, it kind of takes the whole point of the blue check mark out of the picture because the right. whole the whole point of it is to verify that uh, public figures are the Who people they say, they, they, say are. they are. Yeah. But now anybody can pay to say, right. like I could pay to say I'm like um, Ben Shapiro right. on Twitter, and yeah, 
until they prove it wrong. I'm sure they have some kind of verification process. Yeah. I would think because on Parler, we were able to get some kind of check mark when oh, really? Parler existed, but we had to yeah. send like our identification. I had to send like my, my photo identification oh, okay. and a bunch of shit. Yeah. And they ver- they're probably going to do some sort of process would, like yeah, that, right? Not just hey, you paid eight dollars, you get a blue check mark <laughs> yeah, next right. to your name, and yeah, you- well, because they want to, the, you know, they want to have some kind of, you know, like accountability, right? You would think, yeah. But at the same token, you know, you know, people with the check marks are going to get more traffic typically. Right. So what this does is it kind of opens up the traffic to people mm. that are willing to pay. Yeah, you would think. I mean. Again, they're pro- he'll probably still have a lengthy verification process, but mm-hmm. you also have to pay to have that. And yeah. these people that have the check marks next to their names, do you think they can't afford eight dollars oh, right. a month? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like give they me could a probably rate. they could probably get their people that follow them to donate a quarter oh, yeah. or something a month yeah. so they to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. that's all they got to do is. Um, <laughs> have a subscription base for, yeah, of their own right. exactly. to pay for their subscription. All right, then it gets into content moderation because he talked about, like, I mean, everybody thought that he was going to be able to reinstate Trump and right. bring all these uh, people back that got kicked off. Well, he promised there will be no changes to content policies or reinstatements of banned accounts such as Donald Trump's until a newly announced content moderation council is convened. So he's like, I'm not reinstating anybody yeah. until we've worked out our, mm-hmm. our process here. He said it will take at least a few more weeks for a new process overseeing account reinstatements to be put in place. Twitter also said it has been subject to a coordinated trolling attack since the takeover in which vexations or vexatious accounts attempted to give the impression that the site had become a hate speech free-for-all. The company's head of safety and integrity said the platform had been bombarded with hateful comment, at least 50,000 tweets from 300 accounts. That's crazy. Yeah, that's I mean, this doesn't surprise me at all. He comes on, he's like, you know what, I, I'm done with the, all the um, censoring free speech and shit, and everybody's like, oh, it's just going to be bombarded with all this hate speech. Well, then it sounds like a bunch of bot accounts just bombarded mm-hmm. it as soon as he took over. Hasn't made any policy yeah. changes at this point. Bombards it with a bunch of, like, 500,000 or 50,000 hate speech tweets yeah. just so people against him can be like, see, we yeah. told you, if you don't moderate the content, uh, it's just going to have all this hate speech and anti-Semitism and racism and shit. And he's like, um, guys, I didn't change anything yet. Yeah, right. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, different tiers. He's planning on splitting Twitter into different strands of content. He suggested users select which version of Twitter they want in the style of choosing a film based on it. In this style of choosing a film based on its content rating. He also backed a user's suggestion that the service splits into different video game style modes, including a player versus player version where verified accounts can hold Twitter spans. <laughs> this sounds stupid. Yeah. Let's not let's not completely change the thing. Uh, right. Everything yeah. here. Let's just not like <laughs> toss it out and start from scratch. It's like you right. can, you can make things better and still keep yeah. the general vibe of it. Right. Um, he, he launched a poll about bringing back Vine. I didn't realize t- uh, Twitter owned Vine. Uh, what is Vine? Vine is like the precursor to TikTok. It was just oh, okay. like shorts, video shorts, and it was like gotcha. huge uh, back in the day, and then it got shut down. Um, I think, I, I, I guess Twitter probably put them out, but probably. I, I think if Twitter wants to compete today 
uh, they need to bring back a short, a video short oh, segment, yeah. sort Absolutely. such as Vine, to compete with like TikTok. Even Facebook got on the <laughs> train a little late. With uh, the reels and shit, but yeah. at least they're they're attempting to. I feel like Twitter needs to jump on that, and I feel like Vine would be nostalgic enough to garner yeah. um, some attention because uh, it says Twitter users voted seventy percent in favor of it. Hmm. Uh, charging for video content, Musk also considering charging for video content. The feature would involve letting people post videos and charging users to see them with Twitter taking a cut. However, the plan has been flagged internally as high risk, according to the Washington Post, which cited a memo flagging copyrighted content creator, user trust issues, and legal compliance. Hmm. So it says it's uh, the tech news website The Verge reported Twitter, under its previous leadership, had considered letting adult content accounts sell OnlyFans-style subscriptions on the platform. However, the project foundered... Er, Foundered? Floundered. Uh, it says foundered. Oh. On concerns that Twitter would not be able to police the service properly for illegal material such as child sexual abuse. Mm. Um, bringing in Tesla coders. So he's brought in a bunch of coders from Tesla to take a look at the, the code, the Twitter mm. code, because he fired all his coders. Right. So he brought in Tesla's coders to look it over. Uh, placating advertisers. There's one change Musk is keen to prevent, an exodus of advertisers. Giving the ads account for 90% of the company's revenue, the, the Tesla CEO needs to keep them on side while he tries to boost income via other initiatives. To that end, he sent a message to advertisers as the takeover was being finalized, saying he would not let the site become a hotbed of hate speech. So those are the, the big changes. The biggest ones are the blue check mark one. Yeah. And uh, what was the f oh the firing of a bunch of people? Right, right, right. And a bunch of people were outraged over his firing right. over a bunch of people. I, I mean, do you feel like any of those are like like game breakers? Like, you know, someone's gonna be like, "Well, fuck this guy." You know, I don't want any part of this now. Well, a bunch of uh, like you said, a bunch of uh, celebrities are saying oh, yeah. they're out. Right, right. Because I I don't know if it's eight dollars. I think it's just. They don't want to allow certain political yeah. sides to be on here. That's clearly yeah. what this is. Well, absolutely. And again, it's like, you know, they, they're they're famous, mm -hmm. right? They have movies, so they have a large following. And so now Joe Blow can come in and pay $8 a month, and he can have his tweets seen more and and has the algorithm on his side, and he gets a little bit more credibility because he pays $8 a month, right? Yeah. It, I mean, for the... The good of humanity, as these celebrities are touting, it's like no the the point of this the the whole reason they don't they are against this is they don't want us common folk to be on their playing field. Right. right. It, it's not this. Uh, well, this could uh, this or this this is uh, uh, monetizing hate or free speech. Right. It's what it is. It's just like well, I don't want Bill. To be able to have the same status that I have, yeah. uh, being this millionaire up here. I mean, Bill is clearly not a millionaire. Clearly. Have you seen the things he wears? Absolutely. Have you seen the shoes he wears? I mean, right. come on. Um, he's wearing Crocs and socks right now. Um, I don't wear Crocs. They can't see it, so you can't <laughs> prove it wrong. It, it's true, folks. Uh, Jack Skellington is here. He says, I hope you are both doing excellent as usual. I bring you a new topic to discover. Archaics. You I'm going to have to look at Yeah, you mentioned that last week, and I said I need to look into that. I yeah. still have not. Um, I'm going, if I had a pencil, I'm going to write that down, and I will look into it this time. Jack. Archaics. Got it. 
Jack, it's always good to have you on. Um, enjoy the show, I guess. Keep chiming in. Uh, keep us on our toes because that's what we, we love you for. Um, but, yeah, they don't want us on their no. playing field with your Crocs and your socks. So <laughs> and that's all this is. But but the whole outrage about him laying off people and firing people and how – like I actually saw a post today, like probably 20 minutes before you got here, that said so-and-so who was like some guy, some guy at Twitter. He had some position at Twitter. Um, he got laid off and now he's living homeless in a, in his car. It's like, it's been less than a week. <laughs> I guess, I mean, rent, I guess rent was due on the first and maybe, I mean, yeah. holy shit, dude. Yeah, right, right. I at least could make it if, if I didn't get, if I got fired today, I at least wouldn't be homeless for at least one week. I think, right. yeah. I think because, yeah. uh, yeah, for at least a week, well, no, but holy at, shit! You know they yeah. make a lot more than we do oh, there yeah. at Twitter. Right. But homeless in a car, yeah, right. After less than a week, <laughs> it's like, dude, you are clearly living above you know, he your means. An asshole, because you'd think a friend would let him stay with them at least for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, oh no shit! It's like, good god, man, is he living in a Tesla? That's what I want to know. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, God, let's move on. But anyway, I was saying he's taking all this flack for laying yeah. off employees. Meta came out just this week, actually just today, and is reportedly ready to fire thousands this week. Mm. Where's all the flack from the left yeah. about Mark Zuckerberg? Because oh, Mark Zuckerberg is one of their favorite children. Well, yeah, know? but he's been throwing billions of dollars into Meta, which is oh, clearly yeah. a mm. failure at right. mo- at epic proportions. And I mean, it's the graphics are worse than the Wii. Yeah characters or at least as bad as the Wii characters and he's spending billions on this high technology and yeah. we are doing the same shit yeah, right. with the Wii. <laughs> I mean all you had to do is get VR goggles connected to the Wii and you have what meta right. is yeah. at this point. And um yeah. so so kinda, yeah they kind of rushing his product. I think he's lost they said I can't remember if it was thirty or sixty billion dollars himself just this year alone Jeez. because he's throwing so much at at the metaverse and so now he's ready to fire thousands and nobody bats an eye because i mean it's mark zuckerberg right right and it's not like uh elon musk isn't one of the elites too i mean it's it's i don't have much faith in elon musk no i would like to believe he's going to save social media as we know it but i have no faith in it I mean, the guy showed up at halloween in a baphomet costume and everybody lost their minds because obviously he's a Satanist, and they're like, oh my gosh, Elon right. Musk is a Satanist, and uh, my post on Twitter is like, A, it's a fucking costume, guys. Yeah, it's B, Halloween. Yeah, B, uh, Elon Musk is a master troll. He is. Right. He would put on oh, a Baphomet yeah. costume just to troll you and yeah. make you think. Carry a baby leg around. Yes. <laughs> C, are we surprised a bil- multi-billionaire is a Satanist? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, right. seriously. <laughs> it didn't shock me at all. So, but... What do you think of uh, Zuckerberg firing off thousands? Yeah, I mean, again, it's business, right? I mean, the fact that he can do it and nobody bats an eye, right? And people would probably even defend it. Oh, mm-hmm. well, it's business. He's got to do that, right? But Elon Musk does it, and all of a sudden he's, like, trying to destroy the economy. Well, yeah, obviously. I mean, he's single-handedly destroying the world as we know it because right. um, he's threatening to bring free speech back to Twitter. Right. So. Everything's bad about that. Let's move away from social media because, yeah, 
It's stupid. Social media what? is the cancer to society. Absolutely. And one of the things, um, kind of saw the little headline before you clicked over, but I saw Apple is going to be doing mass layoffs as well because, and they're blaming it on the uh, the shutdowns in China, not yeah. able to get tech that they need. So <laughs> no, it's the, they don't have all the little little, yeah, ch- the little child chips. labor hands oh, to, yeah. <laughs> to to install the chips. That's right. why. Oh, okay. Um, let's move on. We talked Monday about. Paul yes. Pelosi getting hammered in yes. more ways than one. Yes. Well, this came out uh, today. It says police are refusing to release the mugshot of of the assailant. Yes, David DePape. Yeah, DePape. DePape. De, 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 DePape. Says San Francisco authorities are refusing to release the mugshot of David DePape. Why? Why do you think that is? I don't know. That doesn't make sense. I mean, there's some things here that say. Uh, San Francisco in 2020 announced they will no longer release mugshots except in circumstances where the release is necessary to warn the public of imminent danger or enlist the public's assistance in locating individuals. Well, um, apparently this guy is crazy and attacked another man with a hammer. Don't yeah, you feel like he's I, a public uh, nuisance? Yeah, the whole purpose of that was, though, was because um, it disproportionately, like, it, it created racial bias uh, because proportionally more black and brown folk. Uh, it's like maybe stop arresting so many black and brown folk, and then when you want to have all the mugshots of right. the black and brown folks, exactly. if I don't know, I, this I feel is a like different case because he's not black or brown. Uh, yeah, that that too. It's like you can't even quote that, but yeah. it says um, city police as well as the county sheriff's office both denied uh, the Epoch Times emailed request for the mugshot of DePappy. Uh, an initial request was sent to San Francisco County Sheriff's Office, which operates the jail where DePappy is being held. An officer replied, we do not own the rights to mugshots. So who does own the right? Oh, uh, San Francisco Police Department does. So they went to the Sheriff's Department where he was being held. They said, no, we don't own the rights. The, the SFPD does. So then they went to the SFPD. says, SFPD Public Information Officer told the Epoch Times, under the current circumstances, we do not release mugshots of the suspect. Says at the time, the chief cited research showing, uh, this is talking about mugshots and racial biases, and yeah, blah, 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 because it it hurts the innocent till proven guilty thing, because you see the mugshot, you immediately think in your head this guy's guilty. So, says the, uh, the Times and other news media also have been denied other commonly released records in the Pelosi DePappi case. San Francisco's top prosecutor confirmed November 3rd she was refusing to release a record of Pelosi's 911 call and officer's body cam footage. And you had oh. talked about the release of the body cam footage. You had, yeah. What was the excuse you had read? Oh, well, no, I, I didn't. I, I, was, I had mentioned that I thought that they should. Oh, I thought you had said that you saw excuses out there for not releasing because oh, no. he was an elderly man and shit or something. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. there's just Someone you speculating. Someone said that, yeah. Oh, I thought that was you. I don't know. Anyway, I think you're asleep still. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're not releasing the 911 calls. They're not yeah. releasing the body but cam see, footage. Which they would is, do that with anybody else. That's what this says. It's yeah. commonly released records yeah. that they're not releasing. Says, um... DePappy's arrest, uh, we don't need the, the story. If you want to hear the story of that, go back and listen to yeah. our episode from Monday. It's a Monday. good show. Yeah, it was a really good, fun show. Yeah. Um, we got into some really bizarre theories yeah. that I'm surprised we're still on YouTube right. for. But, but we'll I'm sure about it. if they really want a photograph, I'm sure Paul Pelosi's probably got several of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in, a, in his desk drawer somewhere. Yeah, it's just bizarre. Like, 
I could see them citing the mugshot thing because yeah. we don't release since right. 2020. And that's fine. Whatever. But if the 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 911 yeah. calls, the body cam footage, the right. things that they typically release, they're right. like, nah, we're not going to release yeah. that. Again, we're just making all these holes that us yeah. people with imaginations like to fill like to fill so yes. yep. so that's the latest on that i just found it kind of odd that they're not releasing that it. is and again the fact that they aren't even doing the 911 call where it's just audio yeah right? supposedly supposedly it's just him saying uh there's this guy here i've never seen him before and he says his name is david and david's like i'm his friend david and that's supposedly yeah. The, the extent of the call. So okay. if that uh, is actually the, like giggling during it, <laughs> <laughs> if that's the extent of the call, then why not release right. that? Right. Exactly. If that's not the extent of the, the call, then you should release that. <laughs> so we know what the hell is going on. Moving on. We don't talk a lot about sports, but no, we always talk about talking about sports, but there's always other things to talk about. And this isn't really about sports. No, either. it's not. But it's about a sports player. Yes. Um, Kyrie Irving. Is yes. in the news this week, and he, he's kind of getting the Kanye treatment. Yeah. Uh, me and my brother talked about because this was just starting to unfold on Thursday. We talked okay. about it in the Two Scoop show uh, because there was a a uh, the after game press conference. Okay. And all they wanted to do was ask Kyrie Irving about this. So so the story goes: there's the there's video on Amazon Prime. Yeah. That it's Amazon Prime. Yes. Amazon Prime is allowed to yeah. allow this on their their thing without being considered anti Semitic. Right. But Kyrie Irving at midnight one day was watching a documentary and he's like, Oh, this is interesting and shared it to his Twitter account. The world erupted and now he's the next Kanye West. Mm. And so <laughs> the video that we played on the Two Scoop show was just this press conference after a game and they're like, Well, what do you have to say about this documentary? He's like it's not he's like I'm not promoting anything. I just hit share on something. It's on a public platform. I'm allowed to share it. Right. And they kept going. He's like does anybody have any questions about the game that I just played? And they're like, "But one more time." And he's like he just finally was fed up. He, I mean, I thought he yeah. did a good job. Right. But since then the hell has hell fucked. has broke yes. loose for this guy. Yes. Because he's been suspended for five yes. games. Nike dropped him as a sponsor. Yeah. Um, all kinds of shit. So I wanted he, to... He's getting the full-on yay treatment. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to give an update on this story because it's yeah. definitely gotten deeper uh, for him than than it was Thursday when we talked about it. it. says, Nike suspends ties with NBA's Kyrie Irving over anti-Semitic film. Um, Nike suspended its eight-year relationship with Brooklyn Nets guard after he... After he apologized for promoting an anti-Jewish film, so now he's out apologizing for it because his whole life, obviously, is at stake. They're threatening his entire livelihood. Oh, absolutely. Because at first he's like, "I didn't promote this," but now yeah. he's apologizing for promoting it. So I'm kind of irritated that he backed off yeah. on this. But on the other hand, again, his whole life is right. at stake here. Nike suspended its relationship. And canceled the release of his branded shoe after the continued controversy over his posting a link to an anti-Jewish film. The Brooklyn Nets already suspended Irving for at least five games without pay for his failure to disavow anti-Semitism. Hmm. That's the part that's fucking scary yeah. to me. It's not, hey, uh, we're, we're suspending you for posting this. No, it's like... You didn't apologize for a, you didn't disavow for a thing yeah. and 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 bow down to this thing and disavow this thing. Yeah. So we're suspending you. That's the reasoning. 
for failure to disavow anti-Semitism. He never he didn't yeah. come out and say, I am not anti-Semitic. I right. he'd probably come out and said something to the fact of, I don't need to say that. Right. Like yeah, everything, right. nothing Everybody that, knows me. Right? Yeah, every nothing that I've ever done yeah. has portrayed any form of anti-Semitism. Yeah. I don't need, I mean, I'm putting words in his mouth. Right. But I'm just saying. But to, doesn't this pay, play along with the narrative of what Kanye was saying? Yeah. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, just the fact, like, that, that is gross and, like, scares me that, yeah. hey, we're, we're going to suspend you because you failed to disavow. Yeah. Uh, what is, you remember a couple years ago, there was the whole, like, um, where they were co- trying to get whites to bow, like, t- like kneel before right. colored people. And yeah. Stuff. Uh, it's, yeah, right. Just weird yeah. shit like that. But, yes. It sounds a lot like that. It says, hours later, Irving issued an apology late on Thursday for a social media post last week in which he offered a link to Hebrew, Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up Black America, a 2018 film widely lambasted for containing a range of anti-Jewish tropes. Do you know what all this, all this, like, media coverage of this does? Yes. It makes people want to go find it. makes that, me want to go watch that, yeah, that, that because documentary. Because I, I, I sent you a message. I'm like, hey, have you seen this movie? <laughs> I was like, no, but i definitely going to now. Uh, it says the apology was not enough to stop Nike from suspending ties with Irving. And Nike, we believe there's no place for hate speech, and we condemn any form of anti-Semitism. Okay, so first of all, Kyrie Irving did not post, did not express yeah. any sort of hate speech. He did not express any form of anti-Semitism. He shared a link. That is all. And and Kyrie Irving, being a black man in America, found, saw a documentary that talked about how blacks are the real mo- Jewish, the real the Jewish real people, Jewish. right? The the lost tribes, right? And and how and how they they kind of came over and evolved from that. So. Being a black man in America, right? I mean, if you saw a video about how white people were probably the lost tribes of Judah or whatever, mm. wouldn't you be like, oh, that sounds kind of cool? Well, yeah, it, like any anything would spark my attention. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, um, maybe check this out and yeah. tell me what you think. Right. But even if he was just like, check this out, tell me what you think, Yeah, that would be enough for them to be like, oh, my God, he's promoting right. anti- anti-Semitism. Right. It's like he might not have agreed with it at all. No. It might have just been like, Look at this shit. Yeah. Look at this bullshit here. He may here. not have even watched it. He probably just saw Papa and was like, oh, I'm just going to share this so I can watch it later. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so here, Nike says, um, at Nike, I, I said that, to, yes. to that end, we've made the decision to suspend our relationship with Kyrie Irving effective immediately and will no longer launch the Kyrie 8. We are deeply saddened and disappointed by the situation and its impact on everyone. Who the <laughs> fuck did it impact? Right. Who? Yeah. Him sharing this, retweeting this, who did it impact? Yeah. Did somebody become more anti-Semitic than they were? Yeah. Because if this is an anti-Semitic video, the only people that are fucking watching it are probably yeah. anti-Semitic people in the first place. Yeah. It's like the only people that would watch, like, willingly, like, sit down and view a Hitler speech are people that yeah. are already like right. I, I don't know maybe not I nobody was affected by this is what I'm saying right 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 Absolutely. nobody changed their mind because Kyrie Irving yeah. no shared one's gonna link. be like holy shit I'm never gonna buy a Nike again because Nike yes. supports Kyrie and Kyrie did not disavow anti-Semitism I mean there's probably plenty of people that would say that if Nike didn't 
I mean, Nike they, has been known to cower to they the would masses. All be Karens and not yeah. wearing Nikes, anyways. Probably, but, but no Jewish person was slaughtered no. because Kyrie <laughs> right. Irving shared well, this link. Maybe, maybe. I, I promise you, none were, and it's probably anti-Semitic for me to say that. Says the NBA, NBA player has had a signature line with Nike since 2014. Several media outlets reported the shoe deal to be worth 11 million dollars. Uh, his net's contract is 36.9 million. This season, after having earned nearly 195 million in his previous 11 seasons, look if if you've made 195 million dollars and this is what they're right. the the line in the sand they're going to draw and not have your yeah. back, I just be like, you know what, I'm taking my 195 million. And you I'm know out. what, I, I bet you Kanye would love to design you a pair of shoes. And speaking of Kanye and Kyrie, we finally circle back to the point where apparently now. Yes, black people can be racist. Yeah, right. Because a uh, month ago, yeah. black people couldn't Not be racist. Not against white people, just Jewish people. Uh, apparently, yes. yes. But but like a month, two, six months ago, yeah. it was unheard of. Like right. black people cannot be racist, yes. but now yes. uh, black people can be racist. So so at least we've come to. That's true. That is some some movement. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's some it's something. I don't know what it is, but this is freaking ridiculous. Yeah, and the. Like, it saddens me. It, it doesn't piss me off that he backed down to it, but it yeah. saddens me that he's reached this point where he's just like, you know what, guys, I was wrong. When he wasn't fucking wrong. Yeah. And, like, I like the stance he was taking yeah. back on Tuesday, Wednesday, where he's like, I didn't do anything. Yeah. All I did was share a link. If you have a problem with it, why is it fucking allowed on Amazon right, then? Right. Why don't you go after Jeff Bezos and say he's supporting anti-Semitism right. by allowing this on his yeah. platform? Uh, but now it's come to, look— um, I was told I have to disavow anti-Semitism, so I apologize for promoting no, no, this. No, and, and it's not. There's a six-part plan that he's got to follow to get reinstated, right? He's got to. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. that part. I didn't see what it was, but this yeah, does. He's got to give like, uh, like, like a couple, like five hundred thousand dollars to the anti-defamation defamation league. He's got to like uh, call some uh, seminist. Person, and he's got to like walk through the Holocaust Museum. He's getting the Jimmy gotta, Fall- Jimmy Fallon. Oh, treatment. that's exactly what it is. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh, good but God. there's like a six part plan that he's got to do to be reinstated. Oh, I wish this said all that stuff, but good God, this does say he had to go through a uh, what did it say? Like some uh, remedial measures. It yeah. says he has to undergo a series of uns- unspecified remedial measures. But apparently, at some point, there are spec- some of them were specified. Yes, there, yeah, there was a nice little list. He has to go through a groveling campaign. Yes, like basically, I apologize has, yes. for my my yes. inconsideration. It's not even apologizing for my whiteness now. Like, yeah, what's he right. apologizing? Yeah. Like, I don't even know yeah. what he's, he's apologizing. Sit through and for. watch a movie and be like, the Jewish people are not evil. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's gross. It's all gross, but whatever. Speaking of uh, uh, bizarre conspiracy theories, the last story I want to get into, David Icke. Had you heard about David Icke before no. reading about this? Because no, I no. had, because okay. I've, I've hung out in the conspiracy world for yes. a while now. So if you've been around the block in the conspiracy world, you've probably heard about David Icke because David Icke is the guy that really uh, popularized the the lizard people Okay. Theory. Interesting. Like the reptilian theory. And um he's a former soccer player, I think. And um but valid. yeah. What's that? He that's went that's valid. Went from playing soccer to uh promoting this lizard people <laughs> conspiracy theory, which Listen. I think is I think is one of the most bizarre conspiracy yes, theories. It's yes. like I, I don't know, Joel Rhodes end at the lizard 
yeah, people it seems theory. To. It seems to. Uh, so <laughs> the news today, he's back in the news because apparently he's been banned from the EU. Okay. <laughs> and like I haven't even really heard much from yeah. him in probably five years, and huh. he's just been banned. Uh, not necessarily did anything wrong recently, but right. he was supposed to go to some like rally or something, and uh, Denmark was like, no, I think it was Denmark or Sweden. I don't the know. Netherlands. Netherlands. Netherlands yeah. one, one, one of those northern yeah. countries. They're all the same. Yeah. Um, but they're like, no, we don't want you here, so we're just banning you effectively from the EU. It's just like, well, that was... that went to the extreme really yeah. fast. So let, let's see why. It says British conspiracy or conspiracist David Icke has been banned from entering dozens of European countries for two years because he poses a threat to public order. I mean, aren't you just perpetuating his theories here? Yes, yes. If I was a kid and I saw that this guy was not allowed in your country because of things he believes... I'd be curious, okay, what, what what does he believe? And then I would be like, oh, lizard people? Holy fuck. There's got to be something to this. And what people <laughs> do you think, if his theories were true, what are the people that wouldn't let uh, want him to come into those countries? Yeah. The right. fucking lizard people exactly. that want to keep this all quiet. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, it's part of restrictions placed on him by Dutch authorities to stop him from attending a planned weekend demonstration in Amsterdam. The former footballer has already been removed from Facebook and Twitter for spreading misinformation about COVID, the COVID-19 pandemic. Let's see if uh, Elon brings David Icke back, because right. screw Donald Trump. I just want to see <laughs> David Icke back on Twitter. That would be freaking phenomenal. I will follow the shit out of him. His claims have been amplified by far-right Dutch politicians. <laughs> Dutch Justice Minister Delan, uh, that long Dutch name I'm not going to read, <laughs> told reporters on Friday that the fundamental rights to free speech and the right to protest are not limitless. <laughs> well, then, <laughs> I guess there goes free speech and free right, in the demonstrations. A letter from immigration authorities said there are concrete indications that Ike's arrival in the Netherlands, Netherlands poses a threat to public order. The Netherlands order also bans Ike from 26 countries in the U EU's passport-free Schengen travel zone. Could you imagine that? That's what I fucking hate about the EU. Is yeah. one country can be like, I don't freaking like you. You're not coming here. And guess what? I have the right to say you can't go to any of those other yeah, countries right. either. Yeah. Screw the EU for whatever this is. Yeah. Says Ike wrote on a website that the move was extraordinary, over the top response for the Dutch fascist regime. So we don't want to get into like the far right fascists. So uh, yeah. the the less right are going to be completely fascist in right. their uh, ironically, the Decision. real fascists are probably okay with him. Probably, yeah. He had been expected to address a demonstration on Sunday by an anti-authority group. There's there's the problem there. Mm -hmm. Law enforcement authorities said the gathering would draw far-left counter-demonstrations and lead to public unrest. So he's, like you said, kind of like the Alex Jones yeah. of uh, right. Europe. Yeah, and I wasn't sure after the, the huge judgment against Alex Jones if this is kind of... Like a part of this wave of like, Probably. hey, let's send a signal. Yeah, you know, let's send a message to all of yeah. them. Hey, you're going to spread this uh, conspiracy right. theories. You're gone, too. Right. You're going to spread. Yeah, yeah, you're gone, too. In 2019, Australian authorities, Australian authorities also canceled his visa and refused him entry to the country ahead of a speaking tour. Can you imagine being that dangerous of a human because yeah. of 
ideas and books right. that you wrote that countries don't allow you to come about into the country. About lizard people. Yeah. Right? Lizard I mean, he's not talking we're not talking about him like writing like, you know, the the communist manifesto or or, you know, <laughs> But the, they would allow that. Though. Oh, yeah, no, that would be fine, right? But but the he fact- also spoke out against COVID nineteen, and I think that's oh, the big okay. problem right now. Is he was a COVID nineteen? He doesn't denier. fall under the uh, amnesty they want to pass. <laughs> I guess I guess not. He's he's not part of that. Um, let's see. He talked about five G and COVID nineteen. He's talked about. Um, let's see. Brotherhood aims and institute. I don't know. What you that had is. mentioned how he had talked about like uh, vibrational frequencies and yeah, and all kinds of different like, dimensions. Which yeah, like, infinite we talked dimensions. About. Physicists still talk about that. Yeah, stuff. he talks about infinite dimensions, and that's one mm-hmm. of the. It's like who fucking cares? Like, yeah. who doesn't talk about infinite dimensions? Yeah, like I mean, you said Marvel right now is yeah. doing a whole movie series based on right it. exactly so david ike has been banned from the eu again i didn't know he's doing anything he just wanted to go to a rally and people are like this is going to cause civil unrest yeah. don't allow this to happen yeah so you can't come to our country ever or for two years. 26 other countries yeah, right <laughs> i don't know yeah but again things like this doesn't that add some... I, I'm curious. I want to read his stuff now. What do you think... Ale- I, I have never heard David Icke speech, but yeah. speak. But what do you think Alex Jones would say if 26 countries said, you can't come here, knowing who Alex Jones oh, is yeah. and how Alex Jones oh, is? What do you think he says? He would. He, they would be the subject of his next talk. Yeah. Right? These elitists, these reptilian yeah, right. lizard people <laughs> yep, are not yeah. allowing me into this country because they know I'm going to expose the yep. truth. I'm going to expose yep. them for they're running scared. You, yeah. you know exactly oh, how he yeah. is. Yeah. And if David Icke is anywhere close to yeah. Alex Jones, that's what I mean. They're, yeah. they're going to be in his next book. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the lizard people banned me of from the EU. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's the title yeah. of his next book. <laughs> like the EU, the EU uh, declines yeah. your your entrance into uh, into our countries because you promote yeah. lizard people. And the, next it, book is lizard people <laughs> prevent. David Icke from entering and the And his EU. fans eat, are going to eat it up. Oh, right? absolutely. They're going to be like, holy shit, yeah, we knew it, there was lizard people in the Netherlands. It's like, throw gasoline on oh, that yeah. freaking fire. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't been in the news, like I said, for five years. It's like, you just fucking put him back yeah, in the right. news. Yeah. And you gave him a topic for his next book. <laughs> right. Good job. Yeah. Right, right. It's I the same know. thing with the Kyrie thing. It's like, you know, nobody would have said anything if he just put that tw- Twitter tweet up there and then it's just like, boom. And people are like, oh, okay, whatever, right? Or if but, they were like, yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. You should probably take that down. But yeah. Based on our contract, you need to take that down. He yeah. could have been like, all right, well, that's bullshit, but I'll take it down. Yeah, Takes right. it down. But right. no, they make a yeah. Thing. No, and yeah, it's all so all these people now, like you said, I, you are, and I definitely am, are curious about this movie. Yes, and I'm probably going to watch it tonight, possibly. <laughs> That's all the stories we have, all the time we have for tonight. Tell us what you think. What's your favorite? What's your favorite one of this, the of tonight? Your favorite oh, story? I, I would definitely say the um uh, the the Twitter stuff. The Twitter stuff yeah. is, I mean, just because uh, all the the blue check people getting all bent out of shape. Yes, it, it just that's so fantastic yes. to me. <laughs> uh, just watching them have a freaking meltdowns like i'm gonna leave twitter it's like well you said you were leaving the u.s in 2016 (laughs) you're still freaking here here. so maybe leave the go to canada and delete twitter and you'll be fine there you go none of them are going to delete twitter because they know the power of twitter they know the power of even that blue check mark even if it's eight dollars a month they know it they just want to cry about something and call um well, and, fascism on something. And they've been calling, you know, Elon Musk the the, the boogeyman, you know, for taking over Twitter for the last year. 
Because uh, he hinted around at the fact he might allow Donald Trump right, to come right. back on yeah, Twitter. Exactly. That's the only thing they're afraid, really afraid of, is allowing Donald and Trump back what, on Twitter. What happens if if the Republicans win the elections right on Tuesday, and then all of a sudden Elon Musk lets Twitter or Trump back on Twitter? Holy fuck! Oh, good God! <laughs> do you think Elon Musk lets Trump back on Twitter? I do. Do you see that happening? I do see you it think happening. So? Yes. I think he would do it just because for the massive oh, fuck fucking yeah. troll. Yeah. I, I my my first thoughts were he's gonna play it kind of safe because he is now the CEO. Yeah. He's gonna kind of play the play the the role, not not pit, ruffle too right. many feathers. But then I saw his response tweets to all the insanity about his blue yeah. checks. I'm just like, nah, nah, he's not going to. No. He's not he's not here to make yeah. friends because he's like, oh, oh, you you want to complain about it? Give me eight more dollars. Yeah. Oh, that's still going to be eight dollars. But or <laughs> it's just like right. it was hilarious watching just how we yeah. responded to all this shit. Yeah, so he gets off on that, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He is. He is kind of a smart Donald Trump in yeah. that that respect. So that's all the time we have for tonight. Make sure you check us out all over social media, far and wide. We are on Twitter. We do not have a blue check mark because I don't expect to pay eight dollars a month unless you guys want to pay for my eight dollars a month. Uh, if you want to see, mark. if you want to see uh, the Break the Bell podcast have a blue check mark next to their name, you can uh, subscribe to our Patreon account. <laughs> We're just gonna have a a blue check mark fund. <laughs> Help us get to that blue check mark. Yes, go to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash break the bell and uh, help us get to that blue check mark. Or go to breakthebell.bigcartel.com and buy some merch and uh, maybe that'll help us get to the blue check mark. Uh, help us help you. I, I, I see no benefit to having this blue check mark. No. But if you all want us to have it, um, help a brother out. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, make sure you check us out tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're going to have a pre-election party so bring your drinks and whatever else with you we're just gonna talk more shit about the elections i think primarily i'm just going to find the most ridiculous quotes from this yeah. election cycle and we are just going there, to talk shit about those a lot of ridiculousness going there, on. Right there's so many there's so much i there's so much fallacy out there like i haven't there's so little truth to politics anymore and when you when you hear them just flip script on things, it's just like, no, we're not the ones that did that. You got the the Republicans or the Democrats. They're the ones that said that. It's just like, where the fuck is this coming from? So, uh, if you wanna if you wanna hear that, which you do, obviously, check <laughs> obviously. us out tomorrow night back here live, seven p.m. Central Standard Time. It's going to be a hoot yes. as usual. So check that out. Otherwise, uh, have a great rest of your weekend. We will catch you tomorrow. Peace. Goodbye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you so pat yourself on the back because without you we would be talking to ourselves a special thanks to our patreon members justin Zelinsky, remzo martinez stephanie parker and Tio jacobson a shout out to our sponsors run your mouth coffee beyond the run podcast and goulash media if you'd like to help support us visit patreon.com slash break the bell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.